better skills, better doctors. Join Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso from TCM Hub as we go beyond the nuts and bolts of clinical practice to navigate some of the more challenging aspects of being a self-employed physician. Welcome to Better Skills, Better Doctors. We are your hosts, Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso. Before we dive in, be sure to head over to tcm-hub.com and click Hub Community to join a network of your colleagues. There you can get help with your herbal medicine cases and get coached on topics covered in this podcast. Hub Community is only for those who are licensed practitioners of Chinese medicine and students who are enrolled in an accredited Chinese medicine program. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about buffering. So what is buffering? Buffering, essentially, is something we do to avoid feeling our feelings. You know, it's something we do when we are unwilling to feel certain feelings in this mo- in a moment, and so we do something else in an effort to trade one feeling for another. And it's almost always trading the feeling of discomfort for pleasure because we're unwilling to feel uncomfortable. And it's almost always trading a negative emotion for a positive emotion. And I say almost always because buffering behavior can show up for us in different ways and ways that we don't even realize that we are buffering. But essentially, it is a tool that we use unconsciously to avoid something that we don't want to address or we don't want to feel or we don't want to do. Now, a common and more obvious example of buffering is engaging in the use of alcohol or drugs. You know, when when things feel tough, you've had a tough day, certain thoughts will pop up that we're not willing to process or you don't have the tools in place to process properly, and we feel uncomfortable in some way. So we'll turn to alcohol or drugs in order to feel different. And this is usually rationalized as relaxing or taking the edge off after a tough day. Or, you know, oftentimes we'll use drugs or alcohol to, quote unquote, lighten the mood or for liquid courage. Now, that negative emotion that you were feeling, whether it was stress or anxiety or whatever it was, that negative emotion you were feeling, a few sips, and that all goes away until you sober up. (laughs) Now, alcohol and drugs, these aren't the only ways that people will buffer. Um, Some other examples of buffering behaviors are browsing through your cell phone or uh, scrolling through social media, um, posting on social media or spending a lot of time engaging in or lurking in Facebook group conversations that are just not really productive. Um, Another one is eating. That's a very, you know, a lot of people call this, you know, emotional eating. So eating as a buffering behavior, Uh, playing video games, watching television, spending money, you know, shopping online, Some people will use sex as a buffering behavior. Cleaning, that's something that I can say that I, when I'm not wanting to do something or not wanting to feel something, I'll start folding laundry or something ridiculous. So, um, or working, people diving into their work, you know, all in all of these activities, you know, including the drugs and alcohol, they're not, you know, they're not necessarily bad behaviors in and of themselves, right? You know, trust me, you know, I enjoy a glass of wine or a cocktail from time to time, but If you are using these activities as ways to distract yourself from 
feeling your feelings, then they can be a problem. And these activities, they're just so normalized in our culture, at least here in the U.S., that most people don't even realize that they are buffering, you know, especially the examples of like cleaning or working. You know, these are productive activities that are rewarded by our culture. And any behavior that isn't disrupting someone else's or someone's productivity, it isn't considered a problem. Now, some examples of buffering that maybe aren't quite as obvious that a lot of people do or some people do. Um, One example is cheating or flirting with people, especially when you're already in a committed relationship, Uh, gossiping, complaining, starting arguments or being confrontational. And even though these aren't considered positive behaviors, they still create dopamine hits. And dopamine, it's like candy. You know, it's like candy to our primitive brain. So when we start to feel some kind of negative emotion or discomfort, we will go to whatever tool, whether it's positive or negative, that gives us the biggest dopamine hit to make us feel good or make us feel important. And in the case of anger, arguing, or being purposely confrontational, these are often a result of someone feeling small and unseen or powerless. So they'll choose very powerful feelings and hurtful actions to buffer those, quote unquote, weaker feelings. Sometimes people will buffer in stoicism. And when I like people being stoic, uh, and when I say that, I mean, when someone is calm, almost without any emotion. So, you know, something happens that you weren't expecting or someone does something that upsets you. Or even if you're in physical pain, when you're stoic, you'll keep a straight face. But while internally telling yourself something like, this isn't worth getting mad about, or this pain isn't bad enough to show outwardly, and you just keep moving forward with this stoic face without expressing or emoting or processing what you're actually feeling. So why is this relevant? This is a Chinese medicine podcast, right? So why is this relevant? It's relevant because it's highly likely that you are engaging in some buffering behaviors that are holding you back from taking yourself to the next level in your business. Um, And it's highly likely that you're engaging in some buffering behaviors that are masking some very real and difficult thoughts and feelings about your current situation that you aren't willing to address right now. Our good friend, uh, Michael and I, our good friend, Dr. Matt Kreinheader, said recently during a presentation he was giving on conscious entrepreneurship, he said that your nervous system is the backbone of your business. And he is absolutely right. Because all of your actions, all of your decisions that you make for your business are initiated by the thoughts and feelings that you have. So numbing yourself sublimates your negative feelings, which over time will cause a snowball effect and then result in larger problems, right? This is liver depression, cheese stagnation, right? And it would just intensify whatever emotions that you aren't addressing and will eventually, in the best case scenario, result in burnout. And in the worst case scenario, will explode into a major emotional and or physical breakdown. Either way, it's not good. 
So simply changing your feelings does not address the root of the problem. Going and going back to this example of drinking alcohol, you know, if you're over drinking alcohol, you don't have an over drinking problem. You have an under feeling problem. You don't have an overeating problem. You don't have an fill in the blank behavior here. You have an under feeling problem. And when you stop buffering, it will start, it will bring everything to the forefront. And being willing to sit with it and face it and get curious about it and then work through it is where all of the growth happens. Because avoiding discomfort is avoiding growth. And it will be, this will be very uncomfortable because you are now going to be sitting with your own true self. And with a clear head and a clear heart, you can now start to address the real root of it all which is your relationship with yourself. And the more you practice this willingness to feel everything, or as my coach puts it, willingness to explore all the corners of yourself, the less you will have the urge to engage in buffering behaviors. Now, for some people, this can be very intense work, and you may need the help of a counselor or a coach to help you guide you through it. But this is the key to showing up as the absolute best version of yourself. And it's the key to getting the life that you want. And trust me, even though as difficult and as uncomfortable as it can be and it will be, it is completely worth it. So that's all I have for today. If you need help with getting unstuck, getting out of your own way, and wanting to step into a higher version of yourself, then life and performance coaching may be exactly what you need. Head over to tcm-hub.com slash living practice or click living practice at the top of the page. There you can read more about coaching for self-employed Chinese medicine physicians and schedule an introductory chat with me. If you found this episode valuable, please share it with a friend. And if you could be so kind as to take a moment to leave a written review in your podcast app, we would really appreciate it. Thanks for listening and for considering new perspectives. Talk to you next time. Rebecca Ong is a certified professional life coach for Chinese medicine physicians. She is not a certified financial planner, financial advisor, or accountant. Life coaching is not a substitute for therapy, medicine, or medical treatment. Anything discussed in this podcast is for general education and entertainment purposes only.